Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding their businesses and enterprises through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Now, I am aware that I promised to make the topic of this week's podcast marketing, which is, of course, a pretty big subject, and we'll probably have several podcasts on that. And honestly, I was about to, but as I thought about it, I realized that there really has to be a prerequisite put in here, and that is the subject of confront. Now, confront is a broad basis from which you can leap off and tackle many subjects and many situations. Mr. Hubbard put a tremendous emphasis on this ability, and you will discover, as you study his work, that as with the subject of communication, which is closely related, you will come back to it again and again. Like communication, it is a vital skill to master, and in fact, you won't master communication without it, as you will discover when you start delving into improving your own ability to communicate. Okay, so first, let's clear up some terms. Now, we've probably never cleared up this term before. Earlier in the podcast series, we should, because that's what this series is all about, and that is knowledge. As we covered in an earlier podcast, your security is dependent upon your knowledge. It's one of the major factors, your knowledge and your confidence. But uh, let's define it from Mr. Hubbard. This from his book, The Fundamentals of Thought, published originally in 1956 on page 90. We have this beautiful definition, which is, quote, by knowledge we mean assured belief, that which is known, information, instruction, enlightenment, learning, practical skill, end quote. This definition includes things that we commonly think of as knowledge, but it also describes knowledge as practical skill. So knowledge is not just musty data, facts, information that you've memorized. It has to do with instruction, enlightenment, learning, practical skill. Then he goes on to say this in the next line. He says, by knowledge, we mean, quote, data, factors, and whatever can be thought about or perceived, end quote. So he's bringing in another term here, which is perception. To perceive. Now, here's Mr. Hubbard's definition of perception. It's the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. There are more than 50 perceptions used by the physical body, the best known of which are sight, hearing, touch, taste, and smell. So that's perception. But now we're introducing another term, which is aware. The ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. So now let's take a look at Awareness, from Mr. Hubbard. Awareness, the ability to perceive the existence of a capability of confrontingness. That which one can confront is that 
of which one can be aware. Okay, so here's yet another term, confront. Mr. Hubbard's definition of the word to confront. To face without flinching or avoiding, and thus to be able to be aware. And then he gives an example. To be happy, one only must be able to confront, which is to say, experience those things that are. He also defines it as the ability to be there comfortably and perceive, the ability of the individual to face up, look at, stand in front of, be near, see, visualize, or otherwise perceive something. He goes on to say, now you should look on confront as a willingness and duplication as an ability. Okay, so confront is actually essentially a willingness, the willingness to face without flinching or avoiding, and duplication, the ability to perceive, actually comes as a natural consequence of being willing to face and willingness to be aware. Now, look into your own life here. What are the things that tend to bite you that come back and haunt you? You know, how many times have you said, how could I have been so stupid? Stupid, stupid, stupid. You know, all the indicators were there. All the signs were there. You know, you come into the bedroom of your young daughter or son. Window open, no one in the room. You know, they were unhappy. Went out the window, okay? And, you know, how could... You have to ask yourself sometimes, or other people might ask you, how could you not have seen how unhappy they were? I'll tell you why you didn't see it. I'm not saying this happened to you, but I'm saying in that sort of an instance, I can tell you what happened. The person was not willing to confront. It was way easier to just ignore and go watch the football game. Hence the penalty. Now Arma. Touchdown. Or have a cocktail. Employees sometimes do their nut. They're trying to point things out to their boss. You know, look at these indicators. Hey, check it out. You know, we're not, uh, we're not communicating like we used to. We're not promoting like we used to, you know. Or there's this brand new employee that's giving us all fits or whatever. And they're sometimes stunned at the seeming unawareness of that boss or employer, their unwillingness to perceive, their unwillingness to look and see. Can you not see how this individual who was making our lives miserable as the office manager, who you could not confront dismissing and thus made the receptionist, is now driving away all the customers? You know, are you blind? Yep. Yep. You're blind. But a more fundamental description would be unwilling to confront, unwilling to be aware, unwilling to perceive. And if you took stock of all the things in your life that are giving you trouble of some sort or another, write them all down as a list. Never really tried to give anybody this exercise, but it would be interesting. Just write down a dozen or so. And ask yourself, what element of this have I been unwilling to confront? 
And you might be surprised to discover that you're well on your way to making a dramatic improvement in those areas. Okay, well, let's take a look at the consequence of not confronting, and we'll define another term from Mr. Hubbard, the word aberration. Now, it's been mentioned before here and there through these podcasts, but here's a definition. By definition, a crooked line. This, of course, is from Mr. Hubbard. It is from the Latin aberratio, a wandering from, and from the Latin errare, to wander or to err. A sane person thinks, looks, and sees in straight lines. Black is black, white is white. The aberrated person looks toward black and wanders off in his gaze to something else and makes the error of saying it is gray. You can consider aberration in a passive way, supinely, meaning lying on one's back, of no force or action. A person is sane or not sane. He thinks straight or crookedly. I'm continuing to read from Mr. Hubbard here. Now consider aberration in a forceful way. A person looks, then an opposing force to him pushes aside his gaze or distracts it, but the really sane, forceful person looks right on through and past the opposition and sees what is there anyway. This is from an article, 19 August, 1967. Ah. Confront. To eliminate aberration, clearly one must confront. And again, you will find this again and again. Mr. Hubbard did a tremendous amount of research into these areas, how to enhance the ability of an individual to confront, what he must confront. This is all there for you to study and learn about, and it is nothing short of magical to go down this road to truth. But we're just going to pick up one point of it, and this is from an article dated 18 September 1967, and its title is Complexity and Confronting. Mr. Hubbard goes on to say this, In some researches I have been doing recently on the field of study, I have found what appears to be the basic law on complexity. It is, and now... Here we go. It's all in capital letters here, so pay attention. The degree of complexity is proportional to the degree of non-confront. How about that? I'm going to read that to you again. The degree of complexity is proportional to the degree of non-confront. How about that? So now you see why I felt that it was so important that we cover confront first before we start covering the subject of marketing. There is many a professional, not my members particularly, because my members have a very high degree of ethics, but there is many a profession and professional who capitalize on this concept unknowingly because they make their subject so complex that their customers or clients feel that they have no choice but to resort to that individual for their guidance. If your doctor, for example, is describing your condition 
in extremely complex terms, whatever it is that you're seeing him about, and it's all way above you, and there's nothing really much you can do about it, and there's not really much you can understand about it, you just have to trust me on this one, and take this medication, or go have this surgery, or whatever the heck he's telling you to do, or she's telling you to do, well, I hate to break it to that person, but I'm going to break it to you. That is an actual violation of the very word doctor. Look it up for yourself in an English dictionary. Look at the derivation, the origin of the word doctor from Latin, docere, teach, from Latin doctor, teacher. So what kind of a doctor is it that tries to make things so complex that you feel that the only person you can trust is that person? No effort to teach. No effort to enlighten defies the very definition of the term. No, you should, after visiting any professional, whether it's an accountant, a lawyer, oh my goodness, my dear, this is way over your head. You need to hire a professional. And that's how many unethical practitioners, unfortunately, merit their existence and merit extraordinary fees. I know I'm not talking to listeners who do that because all my members, and I'm aware of, highly ethical and are always emphasizing education and enlightenment because that's what puts the person at cause. Keep it simple because it generally is once it is confronted. Marketing. I don't know anything about marketing. Really? It's a pretty simple subject. It's simple. Oh, no, no, no. It's very complex. That's why I have all these people uh, marketing for me. And, you know, I tried this firm and that firm. I'm not saying marketing firms don't have their place. They certainly do. There's a difference between being a pro and really knowing your business. And yes, we all do that. We all hire for our office. We have the most amazing uh, attorneys, accountants, and marketing people that anybody could ever ask for. And I hope some of you are listening because I really appreciate you. But one of the things I appreciate about you is that you keep it simple for us and you also explain your terms and you make us confront. And that to me is a sign of a truly ethical, wonderful uh, keeper of a pro, not somebody who makes everything seem so complex that you can't get it or that you have to depend upon that person utterly to survive. So the law is the degree of complexity is proportional to the degree of confront. Reversing this, again, Mr. Hubbard, all capital letters, the degree of simplicity is proportional to the degree of confront. You want to learn marketing? Confront your marketing. We've already covered a number of basics on this. The whole subject of outflow versus inflow, that's all marketing data. And these are some of the fundamentals. These are some of the simplicities goes on to say this, and the basis of aberration is a non-confront. Again, all capital letters. The basis of aberration is a non-confront. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? If you look back on the definition of aberration, the looking at something and then looking away, you're looking at a non-confront. He goes on to say this, to the degree that a being cannot confront, he enters substitutes, which accumulating bring about a complexity. End quote from Mr. Hubbard. By the way, I I think I should take this opportunity to just point out that all too many 
members and entrepreneurs who are wishing to implement the Hubbard management system uh, violate this by trying to hire someone who's already expert to put all the management technology into their business for them. Now, there's nothing wrong with hiring experts, and there's nothing wrong with uh, trying to surround yourself with competent people who understand the system. But to uh, delegate all confront and understanding of the subject to others will automatically put you at effect. If you're listening and you've tried this, this will you'll have an aha moment right here because you'll go, oh yeah, that's exactly what I did. You know, I couldn't confront it, so I hired somebody else to confront it, and I ended up that ended up going bad. And that person may very well no longer be with you. And now you know, partly at least, why that happened. You have to have your own confront in on any subject that you don't want to be the effect of. And you want to be a great marketer or you want to have great marketing for your company. Part of that has to be to strip away within yourself this concept that this is extremely complex and thus you need to depend or rely upon experts. And if you're hiring experts who keep digging in this concept that it's way too complex, then you know that's that's a pretty good indicator that you've got the wrong person on your team. Marketing is a pretty simple subject. And you're going to discover how simple it is in our next podcast. But just as a demonstration of its simplicity, I'm going to take up one idea with you just to illustrate this point. And that is the idea that one should survey in marketing. Now, I have done this exercise. I've had 50, 60, 100 people in the room, all interested in surveying and marketing, and ask them by show of hands, who here knows how to do a survey? And out of 100 people, maybe a couple of people will raise their hands. Oh, I don't know what to do about a survey. I, I, I hire people to do surveys for me. I, I don't know. How do you survey? That's, that's why I'm at this seminar. I want to learn how to survey. Have you ever looked at the definition of the word survey? Just grab any dictionary and of the verb to survey, you're probably going to see only two definitions. And here's the first one. Of a person or their eyes look carefully and thoroughly at someone or something, especially so as to appraise them. Her green eyes surveyed him coolly. That's definition one. Well, that couldn't be the definition. That's, that's not very complex. That couldn't be the definition that we would use in marketing. That's, that's too simple. Certainly, certainly. Well, what's the next definition? Let's take a look at the second definition. Definition number two. Examine and record the area and features of an area of land so as to construct a map, plan, or description. He surveyed the coasts of New Zealand. Holy cow, well, that certainly isn't the right definition to use in marketing. Where's definition three? Oh, wow, I hate to break it to you guys. There is no definition three of the verb to survey in this dictionary I'm looking at here. So we definitely have ruled out number two. So what does that mean? Survey your public. Survey your customers. Survey your staff. Survey your family. What does survey mean? To look carefully and thoroughly at someone or something, especially so as to appraise them, to evaluate certain things, to understand things about them. 
Wow. Okay, my 100 attendees to this seminar, who here now knows how to survey? Raise your hands. Magically. We have a bunch of surveyors in the room. Of course you do, if you can confront, if you can strip away the complexity. Okay, so see, I told you I would give you some marketing. I've used this as an example to illustrate this datum, complexity and confronting. A very superior datum, a very important one to use when you're tackling any of these areas. And you'll see the difference between the person who has a bunch of book knowledge and can quote and parrot off information and the one who can actually learn something and go and do something with it and get a result. The biggest factor between them is their ability to confront. Okay, so uh, use this podcast even on its own to deal with situations in your business or in your life right now. You will see, I am sure, dramatic improvement. I would very much like to have your feedback on this, uh, especially after you apply it. As we have said before, please keep sending in your feedback. We thoroughly enjoy reading them. It's been, it makes it all worthwhile for us. Have questions for us, write us at info at wiseeastus.org. All right. If you have questions or relating to this podcast or any of the earlier podcasts or anything, uh, particularly at this current time, any questions at all, we welcome them. We will do our best to answer them. Info at wiseeastus.org. Okay, we're going to probably do another special edition this coming Saturday. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.